You recording already like you normally do? No, now I actually started recording. Oh, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Ladies Fuck <and> you. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Yes, I'm back. Y'all kiss my entire black ass. And you know what? Hold on. We still them boys. You ain't them boys. We still them boys. That's not what you said. You said, we them lions. <laughs> what? That's what you said. We them lions when I text you. You still them boys? You said, we them lions. Everybody from the 313. <laughs> Put your motherfucking hands up like me. <laughs> oh. What you talking about, Willis? I was going to say. I've been a Lions fan all my life. <laughs> hey, you stopped me mid-talk. I was about to start the show. be like, all right, it's me again by myself. And like, Wait a minute. The Meg One is back. <laughs> Oh, he got jokes. First, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> I'd like to thank my daddy, my mama. I'd like to thank all Cowboy fans. My little baby Jesus. My son's Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> you know, I wake up in the morning, I piss mm-hmm. excellence. <laughs> Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 317. Yes, I am back. Sorry I've been gone. New job. And then the sickness got me. And no, it was not the boys losing. It was the boys losing. No, I got the sickness. And matter of fact, I still got a little bit of sickness. Come here, let me give you a hug. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been a rough couple of weeks, man. I'm telling you. So it's good to be back. I did resend the invitation to you just like Oh, you thank know. you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, so I'm happy to be back. I tell you what, uh, I don't know where to start. But apparently <laughs> this man got all kinds of jokes from me this morning, this afternoon. Hit me with the cowboy jokes already. We ain't even started already dropping cowboy jokes from me everywhere. But let me tell you something, <laughs> sir. We still them boys. <laughs> we always will be them boys. Even when we ain't them boys, we them boys. You, you, you got to be loyal to your team no matter what happens. Now, I will be this. I understand. I understand it. You realize the Texans have a better uh, playoff record than you do. Yeah, but you still ain't got a ring, so shut up. <laughs> but here's the thing. Let's just go. Let's, so we're going to talk about this. Let's go and talk about this. We're talking about this. Remember. Go back to episode, what, maybe 200 and something. You'll go back and hear where I told you. C.J. Stroud was a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I told you you would win ten games, and I told you you were going to make the playoffs. And you're like, yeah. you're like this dude. He's not a tech. He's saying all this. Mm-hmm. What happened? You won ten games. You made the playoffs. You beat the Browns. And to be quite honest with you, I was actually rooting for you guys when you're playing the Ravens. It looked like you were going to do some stuff early on, but the Ravens' defense was just all over C.J. Stroud. Never had to give him a chance, and you guys never had a chance to really make uh, any adjustments to it. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the to the Ravens defense. They, the coach uh, really had a good scheme going there, and I still think Houston Texans are maybe one or two players away from being that that team. Yeah, you were you went out there with one receiver, really, Nico Collins, because Tank Dell is hurt. Yeah. But you need like a. I mean, Tank Dell's good. Don't get me wrong, but I think you need somebody like a, a number one one, like some badass wide receiver that, like Marvin Harrison Jr., some shit like that. Some guy that's just like instantly gonna like. Just be dominant. Well, this is more of a round table. We'll get to sports in a second. Okay, I just want to touch base. Everyone wants to know where you been. Well, I told you. And then I started new job. I started new job. Yob. And this job, I basically work seven days a week. 
uh, Monday through Sunday. But I have two days off. Then you don't work seven days. Well, a week. well, technically the shop is open seven there days a week. <laughs> but I work Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, and uh, my days off they vary. So start at six thirty in the morning. Usually you're supposed to be done by six, but we never leave at six because our motto is always yes. So if somebody shows up at five fifty five, we ain't leaving. We're gonna stay till they're done. So there's times that I walk out of there at seven thirty, eight o'clock, or some days I may walk out at six. It's very rare. On Saturday and Sunday, we work till 4. Sometimes I don't walk out at 4. I walk out at 5.30. It's expected. Um, and you're like, what the fuck, man? What kind of job is that? Why do you want to work someplace like that? Let me tell you this. In all my lifetime that I've had a job, and you asked me this question earlier, and I figured we'd discuss it here. I've worked for many companies. I've worked for Prudential. I've worked for Reynolds and Reynolds. I've worked for American General. I've worked for Kia. I've worked for other places. I'm not going to mention my new place right now yet, but... I have never been in a culture that I'm in now. When I tell you it's like a family culture and I tell you it's really all about team and no negativity is allowed, it is amazing. I, I, I think I finally found the place I was supposed to be all my life. And I remember telling the owner one day, I was like, man, I wish I'd have found you 30 years ago. I said, but I also realized that the good Lord put me through the grief that I had to be here to get to where I'm at now, where I can find my spot. I said, and I can, I always tell them every day and they just look at me like I'm, like I said, I'm not sucking up to you. I'm just being 100% honest. This is me. This is why you hired me and everything else. I said, I can't thank you enough. I'm not commission based. I'm salaried and I get commissions on top of the store. So it's, it's, and they're going to give us stock too now. This company is all about their people. And I, I really, really can't tell you, I can't begin to tell you how, out of the world I am for this place. When the owner throws on some pair of gloves and gets down and dirty with you, or the owner's son, who's going to be the ultimate guy eventually, doesn't care what the hell he's wearing and gets down there and throws down there with you, flapping some tires and changing some oil and doing whatever, that tells you a lot. How can you not work for these people? I love these people. We have a pep rally every morning before we start to work just to talk about the day before and get ourselves ready to go for the new day. We have a WhatsApp that we send each other every day, how much we're making during the day, and we kind of pump each other up. And we talk trash to each other. It is by far probably one of the best jobs I've ever had in my entire life, and I really can't tell you what it means to me. I have no problem, and I'll, I'm going to take a word out of our COO thing because he has so much energy, and he's way older than me. But he is like, we don't work no shifts here. We don't do shifts. We, we, we're here for people. We, we don't do shifts because we don't. 6.30 to 6 ain't no shift. We, we go 6.30 to 9 if we have to. We don't care. It's, it's, you love it so much. You're having so much fun working with your coworkers and helping people out and making sure they're okay and their car is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't you lose track of time and you really don't care. You know me. I've never done a damn thing to a car in my entire life. Now I can I can rack a car, take tires off, spin brakes, do this shit, do all that stuff faster than you've ever seen me ever do anything like that before. I can tell you what's wrong with your car just by looking at it now underneath it, in top of it. What, I, dude, I've learned a lot of stuff in the last couple of weeks, uh, but I'm, that's not my job. They just teach me how what they're doing so that I can go do my thing and mm-hmm. do it with passion. You got to, like, like Ray Lewis, you got to trick or treat with effort. So everything there is with effort. It is phenomenal. 
I haven't even started doing my job yet. I'm still learning the other facets of what everybody else does, and I'm just helping out the guys at the store I'm at right now. That's not even my location. I'm driving up to Sci Fair every day. My location is going to be in Sienna Plantation, but I'm driving up there just to help because my boss, currently boss, is working there, and they've been like, dude, you're freaking killing it. I'm out here, and here's the funny part. I'm out here driving around people, man, dropping people off, picking up their cars, dropping their cars off, going here, going there, dropping off, picking up parts, returning this, doing that. I'm not even doing service advice and shit yet. <laughs> and they still pay me ridiculous money to do all that crap. My thing to my wife is like, bro, I don't care. They pay me this much money to drive a car. Shit. Paying this much money to go over here and talk to people? Shit. I'm down? Bro, I love my job. I really love my job. I, I can't begin to tell you, yeah, I'm off today. I get to relax. And when I work, I work. And I get, I'm get i tired. I mean, I haven't even had a chance to tell your dad about it. I want to talk to your dad and mom about it. I haven't had a chance to call him because I'm, I'm going to leave him home. And like, I'm usually just focused on the road. And I don't want to wake them in case they're busy. Because it's already pretty much the end of the day. And I don't know what, you know, they might be winding down for the day. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't want to bother them. <clears throat> but uh, it is amazing. Because uh, Kyle's sister, who has become a really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, she tried to help me get on Christian Brothers. Uh, and did everything she possibly had, and I did the interview, whatever, and I just couldn't get invited, couldn't get accepted, didn't want to get talked to. Uh, had another company call me out and talk to me, and they didn't offer me either because this is where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm over the moon right now. I really am. I, I can't believe that I actually got a great place to be. Now, is it going to be hard? Yeah, because once I start doing what I have to do there, it's, it's, it's really detail-oriented, really, really intense. But in all things... I, I, I love the owners. I like the COO. I, I, everybody I work with is amazing. My boss is a badass. Uh, he, I was training with him the other day uh, when he was there. I was like, holy shit, this dude is fast. And, he, and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm faster than that. <laughs> like, damn. But dude is full of knowledge. And he's just amazing. And he's younger than me too. But, yeah, man, I mean, it, honestly, I'm it's a great place. It really is. The potential to make a sh- serious shit ton of money uh, is there also. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Shut up, Siri! <laughs> it, it's insane. It, it really is. I, I, I'm going to make more this year than I ever made at Reynolds, Kia, any year. And my best year at Kia was last year where I made over 100000 And I'm going to make more than that. And there's the potential. This is the crazy part. The potential, and people are doing this, to make two to three times that amount in my second year. Okay. It's stupid. It's, I just got to do my thing, work my ass, use my gift of gab and everything else that I am, and, and just be who I am. F- truthfully, fair, honest, and Christian, pretty much. That's who I am when I deal with people. You know me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't be selling shit that don't need to be. I don't be doing things that you don't need to be doing. I'm all about, you know, taking care of people, and that's what they're about, and that's what drew them to me. That's what stood out about me, and that's why they wanted me. And so, yeah, man, it's it's great. As you can tell from my face, you can see how I talk about it. Hell, my daughter asked me a couple of minutes ago, and I gave her the spiel, the new intro a few minutes ago <laughs> when I was coming over here to see you. And she was like, oh, my God, Dad, I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you and everything, because you can hear the happiness. Yeah. And my wife is like, you're a different person now. You're not... You're not coming home stressed, angry, upset. Mm-hmm. You're always smiling. Uh, it's, a it's, it's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. So yeah. 
that's what's going on. But then, typical to the world in this time, why does Siri keep on popping up? <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. Let me do something real quick. Siri keeps on wanting me to ask her something. Like, Siri, I ain't trying to talk to you. Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll continue on with the conversation. Uh, and then, so typical, like, this type of weather, I got uh, caught that crud again. What's been going around, you know, uh, it's basically you can't take anything for it. It's got to run its course. You know, allergies, the weather, yeah. it's all this crap, dude. I've had, like, snot and all kinds of crap come on my chest. I couldn't breathe, couldn't walk, head was hurting, felt like I was going to throw up every time I was coughing. Uh I've gotten past all that now. I'm pretty much just coughing a little bit here and there once in a while. Dude, I couldn't even talk. Like, I'm talking with you right now. Mm-hmm. The other day, when I was trying to talk to taking somebody home and doing talking, after I start talking for about five minutes, then I start coughing because mm-hmm. my throat started itching. Now I'm a hell of a lot better today. So I think I'm finally getting past it all. That's another reason why I didn't want to come here last week because I'd have gotten you sick because I was the one who passed it to my wife. And, I mean, I was only around her, like, you know, while I sleep next to her and everything else. But within a moment of me being sick, she got it within a day. So I didn't want to... That's one reason why I didn't show up. I didn't want to, like, infect you there. That's why I didn't go to my granddaughter's uh, uh, birthday party either because I didn't want to get them sick. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you know. Oh, yeah. So uh, quick shout out to there. My baby girl, she's two. And my daddy turned 77 yesterday. Yes, I saw that. So I called him early in the morning while I was at work. Wished him a happy birthday. And I told him, you know, eat some cake for me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So... That was me. Today I was off. I was kind of relaxing. I got up early this morning, moved my car so the wife could go to work. Went back in. I'm like, huh, I'm tired of going back to sleep. Woke <laughs> up at 7.30. It was weird. I had to literally force myself to go back to sleep because I'm used to being up by then already getting ready to go to work. Forced myself, went back to sleep. Got up, made a couple of breakfast burritos. Watched, uh, what the hell did I watch? Oh, I watched Raw and SmackDown. Went to bed. Oh, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to lay back down. Had a weird-ass dream. Said, don't eat breakfast burritos and go back to bed. Uh, and then uh, woke up at 1.30. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus. But I did eat something else before that. I ate one of those crumble cookies. Uh, big old, so I put myself in a sugar coma. <laughs> so I slept on one. <laughs> like, holy shit. I got up, and I was like, oh, crap. Well, I'm recording with you today. Yeah, that's right. Huh. All right, let me watch a little bit of Echo. Let me get some food in my stomach here and relax and chill. And I almost fell asleep again. <laughs> so here I am. So how was your two weeks while I was gone? Obviously, you missed me because you want to play cowboy shit every time I walk in this door. Yeah, because I didn't get a chance to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything's going good. We're still getting all the stuff ready for this wedding and uh, my wedding and everything. Uh, I didn't mention. Oh, I didn't know you were getting married. You know I'm getting married. <laughs> what did he say? Huh? What did he say? Ooh, shut up. <laughs> um, I didn't mention, I said, I don't know how February is going to be. We might have some shows. So I haven't got the text message or the whatever you said. Um, Just letting you know. All right. Maybe I got to change the number. I don't know. But anyways, um, I did mention, I don't know how February is going to be. I don't know if we'll have a lot of shows or we might have might go on hiatus in February because of me getting married. So I said, I don't know. We'll, we'll let them, we'll let everybody know. Gotcha. Uh. <clears throat> Here comes the bride, all dressed in white. <laughs> uh, other than that, like I said, uh, like I said, just been going to work. We've got a new project. We've got a hand a handle on it now and everything, so it's actually going really easy. Remind me the day of the wedding again. February 24th. Sunday, Saturday. It's a Saturday. Okay, so I'm going to have to go uh, do some requesting because, as you know, my day is off for Tuesday, Wednesday. 
So I'll see what I can do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, Thursday when I go in, I should be able. To, it shouldn't be a problem. But uh, I just gotta you know, just switch gotta put it, it up. Switch yeah, the day switch the day off. Yes, sir. Um, the only problem, you know, like I said, it's in Austin, so this motherfucker gonna make me drive, and it's in the morning. I'm a, this motherfucker gonna make me get up early in the morning, early in the morning, drive to Austin. Mm-hmm. Did I win the lotto since I'm going to Austin? Well, I don't know if you won the lotto, but you, you got the job lotto. Anyways. Yes, I did, but I got to work for that money. <laughs> hey, work hard for the money. That's right. I got yeah. to. Anyways, like I said, that's all you know, I've been doing like, and actually been, you know, my my son sat there and he tells me, he's like, he goes, his dad? I said, yeah. He's like, uh, man, you really need your cousin on the show because you seem so lonely. <laughs> Why was he on there with you, or did you do it by yourself? I did it by myself. I did two no. shows, solo shows by myself. But but he but he, he listens to him. Oh okay. He, he looks. He goes. He goes. Yeah. He's like you need someone to give you some back and forth, and you need somebody there. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm so alone. <laughs> so like, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here right now. The Rick one. The Rick one. The Rick, dirty Rick. The I was. I was. Mrs. The, the Mig one. When 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 the Cowboys lost. Oh Lord. I was ready. I had everything. Oh, I had a lot of stuff. I had yokes. I had a lot of yokes. Ready to come for it. And I don't have them no more. <laughs> it worked. My evil plan worked. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Evil plan got him sick. Yeah, man. That's not cool. <laughs> I would have rather been here taking your bullshit and <laughs> giving it back. But oh. no, nah, man. I was looking for it. I was like, all right, fine. It's like they can't get past the first round at all. Yeah, I, I'll give you some fun about this sickness. I was coughing so bad, I started farting when I was coughing. I'm glad I controlled myself because I could have laughed with that yeah, drink. And I, and I was waiting. And a couple times, I had to go check myself to make sure I didn't wreck myself. It was that bad. You had a shirt, huh? Bro, bro, I was ripping ass so much, my dog got up and walked away. <laughs> he looked at me like, what the fuck? I just walked away. Funny story today. Okay. Uh you know, after you have lunch, you know, after a while, you know, you're like, stomach is like, hey, you got to go drop something. That's right. So I'm, I was dropping something off on four, 14th floor to dropping a badge off. Mm-hmm. And then I, while I was walking to where that area was, I, I didn't feel like going at that time yet. Mm-hmm. And this black guy come walking. He goes, hey, I'm walking. You know, he's all tr- talking loud and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go to the restroom. I can talk there. My boss can't hear me or anything like mm-hmm. that. They don't know I'm over here yet. So I'm like, okay. So I go, and he's yakking away on the phone and everything. I go, and then all of a sudden, as I'm leaving, I'm like, man, my stomach hurts. I said, no, I got to go. Uh-oh. So I go in there, and that motherfucker in there just, da 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 just talking away. Uh-huh. On the fucking phone. Okay. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. You didn't. And I went in the stall, sat down, and I'm like, this is going to be a loud one. And the acoustics in this one? Oh, shit. They're good. The acoustics are awesome in this. You're like Peter the King uh, in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, all right. And I was like, oh, here it comes. And is it? And the guy goes, oh, (laughs) it's the first time I was proud. But we're like, oh, uh, I got to go back to work. (laughs) He goes out the fucking door. (laughs) 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 I was like, yeah, that's what you get, motherfucker. Ran him out of the bathroom. Was he even shitting? He was just in there talking. He was just in there talking. That's all he was in there was just talking on the phone. Oh. Wow. So I sent him back to work. Nice. My way. <laughs> I don't know if I like your way. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, it was it was a good day. Like I said, uh we uh we had a meeting with like the higher ups of all of Canon, all the ones that are okay. AIG and mm-hmm. all the uh, nationwide. And uh my my coworker Gene and I, we both we got mentioned in there for having kudos. 
for having like, hey, job well done and everything. And they posted it on the thing. And they're like, wow. Very nice. <laughs> I was like, wow, it's on there. Give us the money. <laughs> the money. Exactly. That's what you need. But anyways, I, you know. But that that's it. That's my how, how it is and everything. Like I said, I'm just once we send the invitations out for the wedding, we're like, wow, you realize it's really close. It's a month away tomorrow. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that till just now. Friday, we're gonna go get our marriage license. Okay. Friday, because you got ninety days to get married when you get it. All right. So as your dude, I gotta tell you. Do you need me to say uh, I am Jack? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, you know. Uh, Dearly beloved, you know I got my my reverence license just for this. Dearly beloved, dude, if if you can officiate this shit, you would have saved us some money. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to uh, join these two in holy matrimony. We got a good deal. The, the, we got an officiant and a photographer for five fifty. Okay, well, shit, man, I could have officiated, photographer, cooked. Slept, drank, danced for five fifty. <laughs> I've been like, she's our queen to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, you know what? I can still get them. Shut up. I can still get sexual chocolate before I just went to wedding. <laughs> Put your hands together for sexual chocolate. Uh, play so fine, don't you agree? <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> good, <You're> terrible. terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go on with the show. We got the sports and sports entertainment section. Hey, real quick question about that wedding. What about it? It's in Austin. Yes. We're having the wedding. It's outside. Okay. It might be cold. Okay. Is there some food afterwards? Uh, it's actually just the wedding, and we're all going to like a lunch afterwards. If you want to join us for lunch and okay. everybody show up, we all go to lunch. All right. Just want to make we sure. Just, we just haven't picked a restaurant to go to yet. Oh. No dancing? No dancing. We're going to do like a big reception later, so if you okay. still can't make it, we'll we'll have a reception over here. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. It's like, all right, we got sports and sports entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off with some sports with the NFL like we always do. Well, there is no NFL. Well, we're all in playoffs, actually. <laughs> no, it ended last week. <laughs> <laughs> Them boys, huh? You know, this, this is a tragedy. Whenever you're talking football, you have to talk about the most valued franchise in NFL history. The most valued franchise in the world, actually. The, the team that Jerry built, okay? Dallas is the number one high overall expensive inter, uh, you know, sports organization out there. They are the number one. You know that, right? Followed by a soccer team. But the Cowboys are the most valued entity, okay? So, that being said, it's a sad, sad day that the NFL doesn't have the Cowboys in it anymore. <laughs> but let's continue. I digress. <laughs> All right. We had the game. We had Texans versus the Ravens. That was 10-34. to 34. You know, interesting enough, the game was close early on, and I didn't get to see much at the beginning because I was working. And when I was driving home, I had it playing, and I was trying to get home. And I got home enough to see the second half. Yeah... I'm okay. I'm, first of all, you know I'm not a Texas fan. I'm not yeah. going to shit on him. First of all... I was happy to see Jay Stroud and uh, DeMarco Ryans. I mean, the, the Texans did well as they did. They were playing without one of their receivers. They weren't really that deep at, at defense and offense. I mean, it's not a – Texas fans might not like this, but it's not a complete team yet. You're a couple pieces away, I think, from being a legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl contender, and that is honest-to-God truth. The quarterback is a huge factor. He is not the guy that's going to make a mistake. He's not the guy that's going to throw an interception, and I'll get about somebody else in a minute. But I think you need a number one wideout, 
probably another defensive player that can really stop the game when it needs when you need that defensive stop. That defensive end rusher, the guy that a game changer is what you need. I think on both ends of the ball. I think that, and then the guys you got now, you develop that talent. I think that legitimately makes you a Super Bowl contender. Do I think you can win the division again next time? Yeah, I think you're right now in my mind. I think you're division of champ material. I really do. I think you can win the division. Every year from here on out, so long as you play your football, you play it your way, and you do things the right way. I'm not saying things have to fall the right way, but if you play the games, and this is without CJ getting hurt, okay? But I think you need a couple more pieces to get to that final hurdle. And the thing I think about your management versus mine in Dallas is your general manager doesn't want to be the coach. Your owner doesn't want to be the coach. He will do his things best to help out your coach to win the games, and give him the players, and then step back. Mine wants to run the organization, which is his, which he has every right to do, but he's screwing it up at the same time. Yeah. So I think you're close. I think in the second half, you were outplayed. You couldn't make corrections because you didn't have the talent to match up with Baltimore and what they could do in the second half. And that's the reason why the score looks the way it did. At halftime, it was close. Yeah, it was, it 10, was like 10. Yeah. It's actually tied. Yeah. So Baltimore made adjustments, which good teams do, and they had more talent, and they just exposed your weaknesses. And that's it. Plain and simple. Houston didn't play a shitty game. They didn't have the talent to match. And poor C.J. Stroud. Couldn't do it on his own. He's not that level yet. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Dak Prescott. He's not at that level yet. And he doesn't have enough weapons right now either. Yeah. So uh, hats off to them. They played a hell of a game. They had no fear going in there. Uh, and they did what they could. It, it's, it was just a tough second half, and that's it. So kudos to them, and I wish them the best of luck. And I think next year they're going to be even more impressive. I can't wait to see how they do in the draft. I'm, re- yeah, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. How that's going to happen. So yeah, so All that's right. what I think of that game. All right, and then you also have uh, the Packers and the 49ers, 21-24. All right, the shitty team that beat us. Uh, <laughs> first of all, let me touch. Let me touch base on this. Uh, a friend of mine said this perfectly. The Packers were playing with house money. No one expected them to make the playoffs. No one expected them to get there, especially the way it started, how they were playing, and Jordan loves the quarterback, and how things were going with people getting hurt and whatnot going on. They got hot at the right time. They did perfectly. They came into Dallas. They beat a team who, I don't know what the fuck our problem is. We Our defense got exposed. Our offense couldn't move the fucking ball. Green Bay was playing loosey-goosey, which made the dangerous and Love was just on fire. He made some throws that were just amazing. Uh, and I'm real honest with you, when I started watching that game, and I, again, didn't get to see because I was at work, but I was coming home and I had it on the plane when I was listening. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm watching Dak do stupid shit, and then I, I'm watching our run game, which couldn't go anywhere. And I'm watching Jordan Love and Green Bay just march up and down. I was like, holy crap. So neither side of the team of the ball wanted to show up. Offense didn't show up and defense didn't show up. Offense eventually started moving the ball, but... Defense couldn't stop cold, <laughs> and that's why Green Bay won. We got out coached, and I was hoping Green Bay would drop seventy, so they fired McCarthy. But that didn't happen, obviously, because Jerry kept him. Yeah. idiots. Now going into the Green Bay versus Forty ers again. Green Bay not expected to be there. It was supposed to be Dallas, San Francisco. It was that's what the NFL wanted, uh, but Green Bay won that game, playing with house money. They should have won the fucking game. Jordan Love had enough time. Enough timeouts, but inexperience is what hurt him when he made that throw the last second and got intercepted. He should have, 
I'm going to be honest with you. A couple more years quarterbacking, Love wouldn't have made that throw. He probably would have ran or thrown the ball out of bounds because he would have realized game playoff experiences. I have time and I have timeouts. I could have just thrown it away and we could come back again. It wouldn't have hurt him. But being young and not that playoff experience, he tried to force something because he's been doing it all day and it was working and this time it did not. So that just comes with experience. And again, it just shows you the 49ers are beatable. You play a certain way, they can be beaten. And it was just youth mistake that cost in the game, and that's the only reason why the 49ers won. I still don't think Brock Purdy is the answer at quarterback for the 49ers. I think if the quarterback, if they had somebody like a, I'm going to throw these names out there, they had a Baker or a Dak or a freaking, uh, uh, the kid from Philadelphia, it hurts. They'd be dangerous because then they would have a quarterback that actually can do shit and not just run the system. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I feel about Purdy. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on the man. I'm glad he's doing well, but he's a reflection of the system that's being run. I think if you put Purdy on the Houston Texans, you don't make the playoffs. But that, yeah. So the 49ers continue on, and, you know, we'll see. And we got the Bucks and the Lions, 23-31. This game was good. Baker took some fucking shots in this game, bro. The defensive Lions was legit. Bro, how do you not like the Lions? You got to love Campbell because he's just one of those badass kind of guys. He's get down and dirty kind of guy. And the Detroit Lions team is – Basically, a bunch of blue-collar bastards just getting after it. And Jared Goff, somebody that no one really, you know, because he got traded from the Rams and whatnot. They thought he was, he was no good. He was done. Look at this kid. He fits in perfectly with his team. Same type of mentality. He's got Amon St. Brown. They got Gibbs. They got Montgomery back. They're flexing at the right time. And Baker, who I am so happy for, made a comeback. on Because t- remember, he was all over the place last year. Mm-hmm. And then the Bucks signed him. And then he came in and... Had a great year. And Mike Evans had a great year, too, because he thrown to Mike Evans and everybody else, and he got everybody else involved. He is expected to get somewhere in a, in a contract between 40 to $45 million a year, Baker Mayfield. He has played well enough. He has demonstrated he's a good quarterback. He made a bonehead move trying to force that ball, too. He shouldn't have thrown it. He should have known better than that, and he knew after he let it go. Um, it was, you know, just a bad move. He was under duress under a lot of pressure. Uh, Tampa Bay needs maybe another strong lineman, uh, maybe a couple of things too, and they're going to be pretty decent too. But they legitimately, it was, it was good for Baker to step in like in Tom Brady's shadow, but actually played very well. Uh, so it was, it was, I was very happy for him. They didn't have enough to beat the Lions, but right now I think Detroit is America's heart right now, and uh, they're just playing phenomenal ball, and I'm so happy for them. And I actually am going to pick Detroit to beat San Francisco in a shocker. It's going to be tough. But I got to – I mean, the betting money is you take the 49ers. The 49ers should beat the Lions by 14 points or whatever. That's the betting money. But I got a freaking weird feeling that Detroit's going to be on on hype and ready to go. All right. And you got the Chiefs and the Bills, 27-24. Bruh. That's a – Dude, I thought I was going to die in this game. Um. Uh, First of all, we, we first of all you gotta give Cumberland the Frog some props. Six AFC championship games in a row. He is a talent. I don't care what you say about him. I don't care the first couple of years you can say, Oh, it's his offensive line. He's got Kelsey, he's got Hill, he's got this, this and that. Now he really doesn't have much. He got a running back that can actually run the ball, which is good. He's got Kelsey. He doesn't have a lot of really good weapons. He's got, you know, but he is showing that he is actually that damn good. 
Buffalo just has to figure out to stop fucking themselves. How in the fuck on fourth and three do you run a sneak with your boy Demar Hamlin? It wasn't going to go anywhere. Why did you just not leave Allen in there and run a, tr- a real offense and try to get the three yards that way? And then Allen made a couple bad throws, and he made a couple throws where the guy should have caught the ball. Diggs dropped the ball right between his hands on a bomb, which would have been a touchdown. And then going back on that play and going back on the other play where the other guy dropped the ball, had Allen thrown the ball under, they'd have gotten the first down. But they went for the shot. There's times to go for the shot, and there's times when you shouldn't. They have to figure that out. That's what's hurting Buffalo right now. They were getting seven, nine yards per rush in the first half. All of a sudden, they can't do this shit in the second half. All of a sudden, we want to start throwing the ball more. All of a sudden, the only one that could run the ball was Allen. So, I don't know. They didn't make the right changes to adjust to what the Chiefs did in the second half. And hence, Kansas City wins again. In Buffalo, which people hate because people are tired of Kermit the Frog, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. But dude is good. You, you can't hate on him. Will Kansas City beat Baltimore? I don't know. I don't know. Lamar Jackson right now is playing an MVP caliber football. And the thing I like about him this year is that he is throwing the ball more than having to run. He does not run as much as he used to anymore. And when he does run... That's fucking dangerous, as the Texans found out as he ran in for a touchdown. They kept him in the wraps, and all of a sudden, he just broke out. But dude will look to throw the ball now more before running. Baltimore is a different animal this year. I think Baltimore beats Kansas City. I think Detroit beats San Francisco. But I think Baltimore is going to win your Super Bowl this year. (laughs) Who do I want to win? Detroit. (laughs) I really want Detroit to win. Who I think is going to win? Baltimore or San Fran. But, yeah. So, and don't get me wrong. These football games have been exciting. So They've been good to watch. Do you think the NFL's got it scripted? Yeah, you don't hear all that bullshit about the script and everything else, and you see it sometimes. I don't know. I have no idea. If, I really don't know how. If it ends up being Baltimore and, and 49ers, then you'd be like, okay, that's some, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, because some people did that script. Somebody released something on the same day were performing halftime in the Baltimore 49ers Super Yeah. But – I don't necessarily know. That might have been just some bullshit, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, shit, WWE's scripted. John Cena made the joke about it, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch. I, if it is, if it ever comes down to find out the NFL has always been scripted, then that's fucking amazing. Because here, uh, being a wrestling guy, and you know this, it takes a lot to be able to script a match. You know, you got to know what to do, and you got to make sure you fuck up here and there. That's one-on-one or two-on-two. This is 11-on-11. That's a hell of a lot harder to script than everything else. So I really don't think so. But and, and if it is, why would you have a team like America's team not win a championship in 30 years? Why would you have the 49ers be good but not win anything? Why would you have Buffalo not make runs again like they used to? Like certain teams that are good, the league has always been great when these teams have been good. Why do you have them shitty then if they're if it's scripted? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I doubt that. But uh, it can look that way. I mean, I mean, it does look like the refs do favor certain mm-hmm. things. You know, Oof. it's funny. Uh, C.J. Stroud versus uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and C.J. and uh, 
Josh Allen can get a certain get hit a certain way, and there's a flag. You do that to C.J. Stroud, and there's no flag because he's still new. Mm-hmm. As he gets older and develops and becomes the man, they touch him, foul, 15-yard penalty, <laughs> personal mm-hmm. foul. You know, it, it's funny. It's really weird. So I don't think it is. I don't think so, but that will be fucked. It's not going to help the rumors if that does happen. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, so you should prediction. You should want Detroit, but you believe, I believe it's going to be Baltimore. I believe Baltimore is going to win it. Uh, I think it's going to – I'm still hoping it's going to be Baltimore-Detroit, but the smart money is going to be on Kansas City-San Francisco or Baltimore-San Francisco. No one has any money on the Lions like, except right. for Eminem. Uh, starting in the spring, we got the new UFL, the United Football League. Oh, speaking of... Uh, Which is, this is the XFL and the USFL. The Rock, you know. Yeah, you know, combining. Which, by the way, was a good idea, I think. And I'll talk about The Rock here in a minute, too, because there's another big news story you need to know. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you like the USFL conference, you got... The Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Roughnecks, the Memphis Showboats, and the Michigan Panthers. In the XFL Conference, you got the Arlington Renegades, the D.C. Defenders, San Antonio Brahmas, and the St. Louis Battlehawks. Interesting because this is going to be football. Like the NFL is supposed to get the top dogs, which they do. This is going to be like maybe the top dog that didn't make it in the NFL or had a falling out and he's trying to recapture his career. That's why I like this. This is like almost is almost like a junior league football compared to the NFL, like a developing like yeah. a developing league. But the football is actually good. Yeah, and you know this is also what the guys that didn't get drafted also come here too. Yeah, yeah. So this is actually good because this these are guys that are hungry, bro. These guys that want to make that money. And when this league this league starts making money, then I expect it to be able to do whatever it can. Right now, it's not. It can't compare to the NFL. The NFL is a monster. But this league for people that just love football. I mean, this is a chance to watch football year-round. Who wouldn't love that shit? As long as the product is good and the games are good, yeah. It's going to take a while for the conference, for the league to get itself going and getting people showing up like they do for the NFL uh, because, like I said, these aren't your superstars. Yeah. But you'll see, and you saw, a lot of these players from last year been signed to NFL teams. Look at the Cowboys roster. Look at the freaking Chiefs who they got. Look at, look at Minnesota. People have they see the stars like, oh, my God, this kid's good. And what I like is this league is not blocking that. They let them go, which yeah. is cool. I've, I've got no problem with that. I'm, I'm all down for it. Of course, the Roughnecks look pretty good there in, in mm-hmm. initial first time out. And guess what? The quarterback for the Roughnecks is quarterbacking over in Carolina. So, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's what we have coming up. So, who, are you going to go for the Houston Roughnecks or are you going to just wait and watch everybody and find out who your team going to be? Uh, Are you going to stick with like your, your Dallas area? You're going to have Arlington Renegade you're going to stick with? I don't know. I actually like the Roughnecks. I like the Roughnecks uniforms. Yeah. The H. Derrick. I thought it was kind of cool. And it's red and black. I kind of like that. But I think I'm going to, I think this year I'm going to pay attention because I really didn't pay attention to it last year as much. I just knew about the Roughnecks. I'm going to kind of watch and see what team I like and see who I like, who's on what, who's coaching. Team. It's going to come down to a lot of the coaches too because you remember, uh, What's his name? Spurrier was coaching somebody too. Uh, Spurrier coaches one of these teams. I forgot who it was. So it depends on what's going to see what's going to who's going what and who's doing what. And I'll yeah. decide from there. Okay. Like I'm going to try to get into it, really get invested into it, and go from there. All right. 
Uh, any NBA, NHL, or MLB news? Ah, my Rockets got throttled the other day by Boston. They're kind of sucking again a little bit. It's been pretty interesting, the league. I haven't really been on it because the NFL has just had all my information. NHL, Boston is trying to do some stuff. They look like they're trying to lure Patrice Bergeron out of retirement, but he's not coming back. Uh, MLB, I haven't heard too much on that either except a couple of signings here and there. Uh, yeah, so it's been all about the NFL. All right, sports entertainment. You got WWE. The only thing I have listed on here right now is that uh, Netflix is to exclusively stream the WWE Raw starting in January 2025. So that's crazy. So USA lost them, and Netflix picked them up. Yeah. And tell me these boys are making money. These boys, McMahon may have sold this shit, but he still has a share in it or something. Can you imagine how much Netflix is going to get now? Mm -hmm. Now here's the shocker you don't know. Uh, go ahead. The Rock, owner of the XFL, part owner of the XFL USFL merger thing. He's in that, yeah. right? The Rock is now on the board and a primary member of the company that runs and owns WWE. I heard and UCF, I saw that. UFC. I saw that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Rock making moves. So it's it's like wow. So yeah, that right there. That right there, I think, in regards to ideas, uniqueness, and him and Triple H and whatnot, that will that gives WWE even more creativity power, and I think that's going to also bring more, even more notoriety to the UFC. I imagine that's just going to blow up even more again. Uh, but I, I'm just excited. I really am. I was like, holy shit, The Rock, Rock is making moves. So, when Rock run for president, I'm waiting for that. That's coming soon. You know it is. <laughs> when that. <clears throat> Finally, The Rock has come back to the White House. AEW, <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know anything. I don't know. I feel like either. it's dropped off the map. <laughs> it really has. If it wasn't for Brayden maybe mentioning once in a while, I really think it's gone. I don't know what the hell's going on. I think the, the, the biggest thing I heard is about Dolph Ziggler. It's like over there and doing something, and someone made a comment about Dolph Ziggler. He made a comment. The guy's facing or he made a comment about him maybe you're going to disappear like Dolph Ziggler or some mm. shit like that he made a comment about the name and of course he gave him the famous sir but I really don't know what's going on with them there's like I have no buzz I have no clue <laughs> so ever since Cody left has been yeah I don't, I don't I don't know nothing about it anymore I, NXT has been getting more run I think than AEW right now I have no idea I don't know I, I'm I, either I'm not nose to the ground. Maybe I just need to get your brother in more often and get some more AEW news. Maybe he did find a CM Punk from AEW for four dollars at Ross. I told him pick me up one if you can find another one, but he goes that was the only one they had. I was like damn, so that has to be something down the road. Yeah, but the Royal Rumble this weekend, Saturday. I got a company dinner, so I'm got to make sure I keep my phone uh, updates off because uh, I don't want that. I'm going to go home and watch that that night. Or probably have to watch it the next day uh, because I definitely want to see that. It's uh, on Peacock, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want it to get ruined for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it should be interesting, man. I'm, I'm, I, it's going to be great. There's a lot of storylines happening at the Rumble that are really cool. I think the Fatal Four Way is going to be probably one of the most exciting matches there between AJ Styles, LA Knight, Roman Reigns, and Randy Orton, and then. Uh, Guthrie told Seth Rollins if he wins the Rumble, he's coming for him. I thought uh, Seth has got a lot of injuries. Yeah, he hurt his back and his leg now, so we'll see. He said he don't give a damn what the doctor says. He's still going to keep going. 
Damn. So yeah, the Rumble, baby. It's the most exciting thing. It's it's my favorite event next to WrestleMania. That's coming in March. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in Philadelphia. All right. Uh, let's go into some entertainment news and what we do in the entertainment section. We got trailer talk. We got a couple of trailers here. Yeah, I saw that. The first trailer I had you watch was the Bad Batch final season. How many seasons are there? The Bad Batch. There's. It'll be only four. Only four. I never seen it. Never got into it. You know, I told you how they they over overwhelmed me with all the Star Wars bullshit, all the Star mm-hmm. Wars. Uh, but seeing this, I actually I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I try to start. I, I've been trying to start back and go watch Clone Wars and all that stuff too. And I just there's not enough. In other words, I have to sit down to be able to watch it, and I can't like today. Yesterday and today would have been a good day to do it. I'll probably do it tomorrow, maybe then. I'll try to catch up on my stuff tomorrow, but it's kind of like, yeah, uh, the end of the last season of Bad Batch was a big cliffhanger. Cool. And so the way this was starting out, and they're going to go get uh, the little girl. Mm-hmm. That's who they got to go get um, because she was part of, you know, she's part of the group. Okay. They they didn't know how to train her like a like. They're clones. She's still a little girl. She's a clone herself. She's like the perfect clone. Gotcha. And they need her. The Empire needs her to figure out how to get the cloning to work right. That's why they needed her. She's like the... Uh, what do you call it? She's the... I guess the map. Okay. You know, if you think about it, she's... Because she has the perfect DNA right now. Because she is a clone. Well... <clears throat> So they want to go rescue her because all of a sudden they all became surrogate fathers to her because they've been raising her. And how they raised her, they made her part of the group and stuff. And then, like, even the, the main guy, that, like you said, he's, like I said, they're all clones that just had defects. And then they're actually pretty good at what they do. Um, the main, the leader kind of looks like Rambo. <laughs> and that's, he didn't think he was going to lose anybody. And he ends up he losing, he lost tech in the last season. And it was very dramatic scene when they lost Tech. <laughs> so I recommend, like I said, when you watch it, you'll be like, damn, you're going to love it. So watching this trailer and everything, there's going to be a lot of action in this one. And then all of a sudden, it sounds like, what's her name from the Clone Wars is back? That was a, a Jedi or a Sith. But her lightsabers are yellow. They're not red. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, I mean, like I said, this is—it looks like a really good one. I'm like, I was like, all right, I'm looking forward to it, and it's coming in February, I believe. Very nice. Yeah, I want to see it. I have to go back and watch it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, next trailer we saw was Avatar: Last Airbender, the official trailer for it coming to Netflix. I didn't think I would like this because I remember the other movie and the other show. It just yeah. never appealed to me. But this looks really good. It looks really good. I mean, you got samurais, got all kinds of stuff. It looks really good. It follows the cartoon like it's. And I, I see how the kids doing the thing, and the other people fighting, and they got the friends. I'm gonna watch this. I, I I've never ever actually liked Avatar, but dude, this looks good. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, yes, I, y'all know my stance on animes and bullshit like that yeah. and stuff like that. But this is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we're both. I'm like we're both gonna check that out. Uh, the next one we saw is also a Netflix movie called Hitman. Dude, it's my dude from from Top Gun, <laughs> from Maverick. Yeah, and also from uh, that one movie, Devotion or something like that. Yeah, where uh, he's the pilot. Yeah, pilot. but he's also the other movie with the comic com, uh, comedy where he acts like he's the girlfriend's boyfriend. It's at the movie theater right now. I'm supposed to go see that with my wife, but we haven't had a chance to go see it. Oh, uh, okay. You're the only <laughs> one, or just only you? Or I forgot what it's called. 
It looks funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this one, he's, he plays a hitman that's, this is a love story. Mm-hmm. Finds the girl. It looks, it's a comedy. Or yeah. We're a rom-com, to say that Right, way. but it's, it's, this guy is really starting to grow on me. I liked him in Maverick, because he's any asshole. I liked him in Devotion, because he was amazing. Uh, he's got some really good acting chops. Uh, he's one, become, quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely want to see this, too. Yeah. All right, next one. I don't know when it's coming up. It was a teaser from Netflix. Uh, if y'all know Gundam in the anime, this is their take on it. Requiem for Ve- Gundam Requiem, Requiem for Vengeance. You know, again, these are not my things, but the way they're doing this one kind of reminds me a little bit like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. I loved the, the, the action. The, yeah, I love the action. I like the fightings. Like, we need the red suits down here now. And you see, the, the, remind me of a lot of uh, Master Chief. Uh, and then you see the Gundam thing. Like They're like, what the hell is that? It's like, ho, ho. So it kind of gives you that Voltron feeling kind of bullshit going there. It looks really good. I'm, 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 Rick, you're trying to win me over to this anime bullshit, but I'll tell you what, that looks really good. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, dude, animes have like the best storytelling. But I'm telling you right now, Netflix is the reason why. <laughs> This is why, because Netflix is putting the money into it. Yeah. And, and this one looks good. I mean, they got the action just like in the cartoon itself, the anime itself. The anime's old. Gundam's been around for years. Back uh-huh. when we were fucking, you were little. That's how long Gundam's been around. That's crazy. Been around since Speed Racer. Say it that way. Wow. Um, Speed Racer and the Mach 5. Dun, 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 dun. So, but like, this one is just, I was like, I was like wow, they're showing everything like it is. Mm-hmm. And everything, and what you saw like in the fire, that, that robot, mm-hmm. that's actually not the Gundam. No? No, the Gundam, he's white. Oh, shit, blue, so that's a bad so guy? That's a bad guy. Sweet. That's cool. I, I, I Like I said, uh, you had me. It's, it's kind of, it gave me that, uh, I told you, it gave me that Pacific Rim feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait. Dude, I cannot wait for that. So, yeah. Speaking of that, did I see rumors about Pacific Rim 3? There were talks. Okay. I thought I saw something about that earlier. I was like, what the hell? Don't know how much of it is, but mm-hmm. there was talks. Okay. Uh, and then the last one we saw, I talked about this last time. This is funny. I had to have Fallout the game. That's funny. Dude, it. it looks good. Amazon Prime made a series for it. The freaking Rad Roach, bro. Like, oh, my God. The dude with the no nose. Mm. And I was like, oh, my. Okay, my wife loves this game. This is one of her favorite games she plays on her phone. I know she's going to want to see this. Because it looks, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe they made this into a movie. Yeah. It looks, or a series or whatever. And, and looks like they're sticking true to the game. Yeah. I the got, way it looks. I got to watch this. Because she comes out of Vault 33. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, it looks good. Out of all the trailers, we're definitely going to see all of them. I know definitely. Yeah, I'm going to watch all these. I'm definitely going to watch all these. I'm keeping the list so I can make sure I don't miss them. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. I don't know. Like I said, I want. I play. I did it last week. Um, I did mention the Beverly Hills Cop uh, three. Uh, did uh, you watch that trailer? You mean four? Four. Excuse me. I saw the trailer when it first came out. Uh, damn, he's old. Well, the full trailer, but they're all old. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. I think it's going to be decent. I can't wait to watch it. Is it out yet or no? It's not out yet. Yeah. It'll be out uh, soon, though. I have, to let, I have to tell my sister she can let my dad see it because my dad's a big Axel Foley guy. <laughs> Where the <laughs> fuck you been, Foley? <laughs> he not in it. He dead. Did you see the Gun- Godzilla Kong 2 trailer? The second trailer? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's getting wild. That movie's going to be amazing, too. Did you watch Rebel Moon yet? No. On Netflix? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm waiting for the director's cut. They say it's supposed to release the director's cut. This okay. one, it was okay. Okay. It wasn't like, oh my God, you got to watch it. It was okay. Have you gone to see Godzilla Minus One yet? Still haven't seen it yet. 
Bro, what are you waiting on? The dude's it's crossed over a hundred million dollars already. Dude, I'm it's getting leaving, married. I'm thinking of other things it's at the leaving, time. It's leaving you. Dude, Godzilla should be first on the list no matter what. <laughs> Always. Godzilla <laughs> first, sex, sex. <laughs> you tell that to my wife. No. To my future wife. Here's the funny part. Next month, they're going to release it black and white. Yeah, I know. I told that last time. Oh. That was the last time we... we, we oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, let's go move on to some news here real quick, too, at the same time. Uh, there's a there's an R-rated Spider-Man film reportedly in development for Sony. Is that Toby, or is that is that Andrew? It's Andrew, right? Or is that uh, Sony's all of them? Sony owns all the Spider-Man. They just but have is this going to be the is this going to be the Andrew one where he fights Venom? No, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know which one they're 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 talking to. to Interesting. Interesting. It could be Tom. Because that Tom is supposed to be the main Spider-Man mm-hmm. that they got, but we already know they're making another one for Andrew. He's going to get yeah. to fight his alien. There were, like I said, like I said, it was all talks before. I don't know if things mm-hmm. change or not, but from what I know, between Marvel and them, Tom is going to be like the main one. Gotcha. Because it's actually supposed to do one with him and Venom in the Spider-Man Four movie. Okay, cool. Because that, because you know, that one little part of symbiote was left. Mm-hmm. Over there, so somehow it's supposed to get to him. Yeah, but nobody, everybody loves watching Toby and and Andrew. Well, and Toby's Tom. Toby's uh, McGuire is supposed to be Secret Wars, and he's supposed to be one of the leaders. Oh, I can't wait in Secret Wars. Um, Matt Reeves' Batman Two will begin filming in August. I'm and this, and you know that one's gonna have Clayface. He's gonna have a Robin. So he's gonna have his Robins. So our boy Robert Clayface. Patterson, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know who's playing Robin yet, but everybody wants to, what's his name that played Wonka and he's in Doom Two in Doom. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the one that played Wonka in the Wonka movie. Yeah, yeah I know they, they want him to be the Robin. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's good. I, I saw the trailer for Doom Two. As much as I want to see it, I the movie was going to bore the fuck out of me. Well, the, the first, cinematography is just amazing, but the movie's boring. as The fuck. first one was more. Vocal and everything. This one's supposed to be all action. Yeah, it's still going to be boring as fuck, dog. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's supposed to co- start filming of uh, this year in August and be released in October next year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Reacher season three is back in action. They're gonna start filming. Already seen part one, season one, and season two. Season two, I just finished. Gotcha. It was good. I do recommend watching them. Very nice. Uh, like I said, the Bad Batch final season starts streaming on February twenty first. The first three episodes will be released on that day. Nice. So, yeah, I do. Like I said, I put a little picture over there right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invincible, the second part is going to, the second part of season two premieres March 14th. That's why I haven't finished watching it yet. Uh, I only saw one episode where I me, Braden and myself watching it together. So that's why I'm not watching. I'm waiting for him. Yeah, so it, like I said, there's only four episodes on the, on the first of the second season. So the next half is going to come in, uh, in March. Uh yeah, uh, you know Netflix is doing the Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. and uh, Sadie Sink she's reportedly to be cast as Aloy. Oh, the girl from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the the Marvels arrives to Disney Plus on September seventh. <laughs> as fun as as much of bomb it was, it was actually not a bad movie. I know I enjoyed it. I it's, thought it was okay. Uh, people just shit on it. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. It had its funny moments. Like even the one guy, like I told you that. That uh, mm-hmm. he gave it a he gave it a ten he liked it. I I thought the interaction between Kamala and 
and Carol. I mean, and the other, uh, Miss Mar- you know, I, I That was good. I just loved the Kamala and the Kamala family. That yeah. to me was what won me over in the whole movie. I just loved the cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tron Three has actually begun filming. I did not know Jared Leto was in Tron, Jared, Tron Three. Jared Leto's going to be in Tron Three. I might have to watch this. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling's reported had talks with Marvel to be playing Nova. Old man Nova, right? Not the kid. Not the kid. Okay, so he'd be the father. I think so, yeah. Okay, okay, I can see that. Or unless they make him the kid. Well, no, he can't be the kid. The kid's young. kid's very young and small. But that'd be pretty cool. I could see Ryan Gosling doing that. That'd be pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, come on. You've seen him in Barbie. You've seen him. He'd- Dude, I got to see the stuntman. <laughs> You're going to see Fall Guy. Dude, yeah, Fall Guy. Dude, Ryan Gosling. I, he's surprising. He's like, he's one of those actors. When I first saw him, it's like, oh, he's going to be that pretty boy guy. And all of a sudden, you watch. It's like, this man's good. Yeah. He's funny. Loved him in Barbie. Mm-hmm. He cracked me up. I totally got a different love for that man since Barbie. I was like, Stone oh, watch, my God. Still watch La La Land. Apparently, he can sing. Uh, I haven't seen La La Land. I wanted to see La La Land. You're the one that was all talking about La La Land. I've never seen La La Land. I have not seen. That's the one with uh, what's McCall too, right? Uh, what's her name? Uh, redhead Girl. Uh, now you got me. Th- fuck it. I have to go watch it. I was one I want to see. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the new Jedi Order Star Wars mo- uh, Star Wars movie that features uh, Ray. Her first one. This is. Uh, uh, it's gonna begin production on uh, April of this year. The world needs more Daisy Ridley, and this is gonna be set 15 years after Episode Nine. So she should be stronger. Okay, so she should have a fucking clue. All right, she should <laughs> have a fucking clue. Yeah, uh, the Suicide uh, Suicide Squad uh, Justice League versus the Suicide Squad game, or Ju- Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. Mm-hmm. They get game. to kill the Justice League. Oh yeah, kills the Justin. Yeah, mm-hmm. me, Suicide Squad kills the Justin League. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna have a free DLC with a playable Joker. <coughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Kristen Ritter says she wants to return as Jessica Jones for the MCU. They played a trailer. All the MC, all the uh, Netflix mm-hmm. are canon to the MCU. Nice. And I like I like Ritter as Jessica yeah. Jones and Kingpin and Daredevil. Did not blip, so that's how Kingpin got all his power back because he was stay he was still on here, dude. Because if you noticed, and it's like when you started watching Echo, you notice uh, the part where Echo was getting arrested, and yeah. he just walks past the cops and he grabs Echo, and you're not arresting uh, her, and he takes off, yeah, with her, and all the cops are like, do you know who that is? Leave him alone. They're yeah. already afraid of him. Uh-huh. So, all I gotta say to you, that has to be the best casting ever. As D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Ever. Dude is just so him. And uh, the dude that plays Daredevil is the perfect Daredevil. Um, I'm a really good lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> and, and yeah. And She-Hulk is perfect. She oh, sad, sad news about She-Hulk. The season has been killed. Aww. So there's no more second season. But the character's still there. Okay. They all went way over budget on her series. Oh, okay. Because Feige tries to keep control of everything, and mm-hmm. he can't go everywhere at once, so he did kind of miss it. And they went way; they went like two hundred and something million. You know, oh Jesus too Christ! Much. And so they killed the they killed the season because it's all the CG you have to do with mm-hmm. it. But she's still around, okay. So she can come in movies now and everything like That's that. Cool. So she's still going to be there. All right, cool. it's just her series is is pretty much just uh, the one season in it. I like that series. Um, I uh, like so, oh yeah. Marvel's in plan. Uh, they planned a Ghost Rider series 
uh, for the Vengeance Verse. A Ghost Rider. So it would be Ghost Rider, probably like all the Midnight Suns. I'm trying to figure out which. So. But which go? I put both of them. So which Ghost Rider would you want? Robbie Reyes? Or. Do you really have to ask that question? <laughs> What's your choice? I mean, I don't know. Okay, first of all, I like Robbie Reyes. Don't get me wrong. I like him. But he's not Nick Cage, baby. That's Nick Cage. Well, it's going to be a different one. It's not going to be Nick Cage. Oh, fuck it then. <laughs> fuck. It's just it's going to be Johnny Blaze, but... Come on, Blaze, man. It's not going to be Nick Cage. Why? It can't be nobody else but Nick Cage. It's not going to be Nick Cage. It's going to be Nick Cage. They were looking at the thing. They keep talking to Keanu Reeves. He might... I could do that. He might be Ghost Rider. Who knows? I, 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 I could do that. But you know what? Ghost Rider's just badass, bro. I, I'm not, we need more Ghost Rider stuff. We really do. There's not enough Ghost Rider stuff out there. And I love Nick Cage's Ghost Rider, but I'm, I'm good with... Uh, I just think they made Ghost Rider 2 a little bit more stupid. <laughs> yeah. He needs to be more in the spirit of vengeance, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. That's, that's why I think Robbie Reyes may be a better way to go with that. Yeah. And Robbie, or would you want the Cosmic Ghost Rider? Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. The, the one that's super OP. Yeah, exactly. Give me one that's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the one that's like, do whatever you hit me, one you? I don't care. Yeah, I'm that guy. Tink, you're gone. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 3 is set to end Aloy's story. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of jumping in, you know, gotcha, gotcha. and everything like that. You know? uh, that's all I have on news. And then we got our final thought and our everything, you know. So how is it to be back for episode 317? You know, it was it was good. It was uh, a little bit later day because you know you got late from work, so you know it's all good. You had to eat your dinner and eat your wiener. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, always always good to be back. Uh, your comments uh, about your son saying you know you felt alone without me here <laughs> made me feel good. Um, so it's gonna make what I have to say here next really hard to say. 2024 could be the final year of the MIG-1. Okay. I'm getting old, getting up in life. Well, we know. And uh, I want to go a different direction. Okay. And so I started my OnlyFans. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I know how I know Rick doesn't take me seriously. He's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, but I think we need to bring, uh, and I was thinking about this, I think having a third person on the show would be good. Developing younger talent mm-hmm. to take over the reins for us when we step down eventually. It'd be nice for critical thinking to continue on after mm-hmm. we're done, right? Yeah. Like after nice. you and I, we're completely we're exhausted and we can't go no more or we're to the point where we're almost dead. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to be able to hand over the reins over to your son or somebody or maybe my son or somebody come in here and join us and you know groom the next to keep critical thinking going because I would like critical thinking to be more than just you and me yeah I like it to be a legacy something that would be after we're gone and it's still there you know what I'm saying yeah that, just, just stupid shit that was in my head here recently uh, I don't plan on going anywhere soon just so you know <laughs> unless the good lord calls me up and I have to be an angel and I have to take care of you but uh, you know I'm just saying if I gotta go you coming with me <laughs> but no uh, I, I just just you know I'm just thinking about stuff like that legacy and stuff like that you know I just it just it was in the head a lot lately. I don't know. Yeah. But that being said, final thought. First, I'm going to say this, and I've said this many times. You, know, you guys get kind of tripped out on me every once in a while. I'm ranting. I'm raving. I'm a lunatic. Sometimes I'm preaching. I'm praising. I'm doing everything else. 
Uh, my life has changed a lot in the last month. Not even the last month. The last, what, three weeks? Yeah. All glory to God. And I'm not saying that just to be like NFL players. But no, truly. My life was in a tough spot. I was having a hard time, struggling, upset all the time, angry, mad. Uh, people getting the worst of it that didn't need, didn't deserve it. Uh, they stood behind me, stayed with me, and like my wife and everybody else. And the good Lord has put me in a position now where I can be happy and I can do what I need to do and go from there. Don't necessarily know if this is the end all, end all, because he may have other plans for me. Hell, I could be the next preacher. We don't know. I could be on TV next time you see me talking about the Lord. I don't know. No one knows. But I'm taking this opportunity and running with it. And that's my statement to everybody in this world right now. You may be where you're at right now. It may not be where you need to be at this I mean, it's where you probably need to be at this time. Because you have to go through trials and tribulations and everything else to get to where you need to be. Never lose your faith. Never lose your trust or your belief in God. Because he's going to get you there. He's going to take care of you. But you have to pay your dues too, I think. Uh, and believe it or not, all the pains and all the stuff that I suffered throughout my life, it's made me who I am today. And it just took me a little bit longer to realize all this stuff and realize that you have the right to be happy. You have the right to do this. You have the right to enjoy this. Mm -hmm. And this is where you're at now. And I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be here with my grandkids, my, grand my daughter, my sons, uh, my wife, my new job. Uh, I'm not taking anything else for granted from here on out is what I'm saying. And I think everybody else just needs to grasp everything else. Your wedding is coming up. You're living with your wife to be here now. Your, fam your family. I mean, this is your new family. You have your current family. You have me and everybody else. When you marry on the 24th, you said, mm -hmm. it will be your official seal of your new family. I want you to grab hold of that. And you, I know you don't do it now, but I want you to really embrace it and never let it go. And I think the power of a good man and a good woman can go places. And what I mean, I don't mean like going places monetary or going on trips. Or what I mean is like really making, really, what's the word I'm looking for? Really like... Not like a lighthouse, but really making a bold statement for the world and for people underneath you to follow you, your example, and just really live. I think you can inspire people. I think you don't think you know this about yourself, but you've inspired people. You've inspired these people, these young people that are here with you right now. The young lady out there, I hear you call your papa. She calls you papa and all that mm -hmm. stuff. The son and people just come talk to you, the wife, the way she talks to you, your wife, soon-to-be wife, and everything else, and your friends. You inspire people, Rick. I want you to know this. You do. You may not have, you probably don't I'm just Rick. No, you do. Your love, your generosity, your kindness, and everything else is what makes you unique and what makes you amazing. I can only think that you're going to take another level when you get married because you will be complete. You will be whole now. You will have your other half that you've not had for over many, many years. I'm excited for you because I'm going to see that version of yeah. you when that happens. Granted, it may be a week after you get married or whatnot, and people will be like, ah, he's married, now he's got a ring, da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. 
they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the inner beauty that's going to come outside of you that you're not going to even recognize because you're going to be fucking glowing more than you even know. You're going to know what it means. I mean, yeah, I know you, you love her and you, know, you have to hug each other and kiss each other. It's going to be different. It's going to be amazing. And you're going to cherish every freaking second of it. You're going to get up in the morning like, damn, <laughs> the good Lord has blessed me, gave me a great family, gave me an amazing wife. I'm living my best life right now. That's how you're going to feel the day you say I do. No doubt. And I'm so happy for you. If anybody in my lifetime I feel deserves to be happy, I feel it's you, your brother, mom and dad, my dad. A lot of people deserve to be happy. But nothing makes me feel better when I see people around me who I love dearly have everything that they deserve come true. And I just feel, I mean, your best friend is Kyle. And I, you know, I think he's cool as hell, obviously, too. I don't have that connection you do with him because obviously you've been best friends forever. Yeah, going through some tough times right now. He is? His dad. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's right, yes, that's right, yeah. Uh, prayers for him and his family. Uh, like I said, I, his sister, I met his sister through Kia Kia, and I've become friends with her. She's amazing. So I can see why that family is really close to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I really am. I'm looking forward to seeing your new chapter in your life. Even though it's it's going to be your life and everything, you know, and I'm going to be here recording and it's going to be like, you know, whatever. But I'm gonna, I get I get firsthand to see that. And people don't understand that that's, that's actually a gift. I mean, I'm married. I mean, you see me doing my things, whatever. You just see me. You don't get to see much of whatever. But you see how I am and how I'm joking about the kids and the wife and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm going to see the same thing with you now. And that is an overwhelming joy. And I just want to say to everybody is you have your loved ones, love them, hold them tight, cherish them every moment you get because you never know when your last one is. If you don't have one and you finally do have one and you get a chance to get married like Rick is, enjoy every freaking moment of it. Don't worry. Oh, shit, I can't believe it's coming. Oh, I'm stressing about this, stressing about that. No, 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 no. Every little thing you do from here on out, invitation, a letter, an email, a message, Cherish it all, write it down, put it in the book, start your scrapbook called The Wedding, call whatever you want to do, you cherish every freaking moment, take pictures of whatever you got, post it on Facebook, create albums, this is the wedding, this is the day after the wedding, this is the family vacation, this is Christmas, this is Easter, you start posting it all, my brother, because you're going to want to go back and look like, oh my God, oh my gosh, as you get older and you keep on going back, and it's a good reminder too, because then you can realize, you know what? We got more stuff we can do. Let's go do some more stuff. Let's go have some more adventures. That's how I see life now. And I want that for you too. So, that being said, Mig One's going to stop being all sappy. (laughs) 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 Your boy got lots of love for his family, just put it that way. So, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be here. He's like, talking about family. You know, my my, my daughter, Uh Ashley, that's when he was like, Yeah, yeah, call me. Uh huh. You know she calls you uncle, right? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard she called me uncle. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Uh, that the first time she called me, it, it took me back. I was like, "Huh, okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. It just took me back. Like, all right. <laughs> all I can tell you is, like, you know, we've had dinner, me and my wife, with you and your wife to be still getting to know her very well. Um, your other son, you know, I haven't really met the other one. Uh, they very seem very nice. The little girl, 
who's marrying Leo, right? Yeah. Those two have, I like them from day one. I don't know what it is about her or what it is about him, but they, from my heart, from my, I can tell they're good people, and I like them. So when she called me uncle, it took me back a little bit, and I, I took it in, and I actually liked it. I said, okay, that's cool. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool that she's called me that. And, of course, Leo just cracks me up. Yeah. I think he's a good guy, and I wish them the very best, too. Um, so, yeah, family's everything, bro. It is everything. And I tell you what, man, uh, I will be there. Whether if I got to be there afterwards or when I get there, but I will be there. <laughs> and I'll be there with my BYOB. Hey! <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm all right. Look at my toast here. <laughs> but yeah, hey, is your brother going to be down for that? We don't know yet. I had not uh, RSVP'd me yet or anything like that. So I don't know. <sighs> Another Mexican that needs to be around a lot more. <laughs> yeah, no, last time he was here was a uh, family reunion. Yeah, I still can't believe uh, Baby Girl is that old now. Oh, his daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And a little boy. <laughs> yeah, he's... He got tall. You know, what's interesting, and I'm, I don't mean to drag this on, but I want to do this real quick. Everyone knows I've been married twice. Made the first woman, two kids out of that marriage. Married the second woman, two kids out of that marriage. I got four kids. A lot of people don't know that I love these children as my own. They call me dad and everything else. And a lot of people don't know that they're not my biological children. But... I've been dad to them since day one, and they view me as that. So blood is not family, so you know. Um, I see the same thing here with you. And it's just, you know, it's just overwhelming. And people, when they hear my story, like, oh, my God, you're a good man. You're this and this. I'm like, no, that's just how I was raised. I said I was raised a certain way, yeah, a Christian way, why not? And it's always my, always my favorite part when I sit there and I tell them that whole story, and they look at me like, "So yeah." And then my daughter's father, who was alive, and I saved his life before he passed away. He used to have Thanksgiving and Christmas with me, and he even came with me on vacation. I said I loved him like a brother. I said, and that's how we got to be so close. And then when he passed, it, it really hurt. And then I wound up being the daughter's dad from here on out. So people are like really amazed and like that story. What I want to do, and I mentioned this before, and I wanted to say this, especially on air, I'm not the only one that's like that. And I told these people, and you'll like this, I told the lady I was talking to, said, my cousins are the same way. My cousin underneath me, he's about to get married. He's got children and family. All these kids, like they're, they're all his own. I said, and they adore him. I said, my other younger cousin, my, my cousin's brother, Raising a daughter, raising a son, same situation, same type of stuff. They the adore me. Well, the daughter's actually his. Yeah, I know the daughter's his, but the boy, you know. Boys, yeah. This is what I'm saying. He doesn't look at him like, oh, yeah, no. And we all know the situation behind that. And no. Takes special people to be like that. We weren't, we were molded when we were raised. Your mom and dad, my mom and dad, grandpa, grandma. We're molded that way. And I'm proud to say that us three, us three men, you, Rick, me, Miguel, Eric, your brother, all outstanding men. I would challenge anybody to challenge our character. And I guarantee you they'll never do that. But it's one of my proudest things to say that the fam- the men in my family are outstanding men, good-going church men, and-, and believe in what's right. 
and that's just who we are. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to give props out to you and your brother as well. That's all. Mm-hmm. That being said, now let me talk some shit. <laughs> we them boys. And uh, <laughs> again, remember, this podcast brought to you by Monistat. Monistat really cares about your falafel. We need to make sure you keep it clean and not dirty. Did you say falafel? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get that. I was getting too serious in there. Anyway, I'm glad to be back. Welcome to episode 317. We're moving on to 2024. Eventually, we'll come back to Clapper, I guess. I don't know, but we're kind of ugly. Uh, we'll forget what's going on. We're just having fun. Ain't it right? Yeah, we're having fun. No, that's right. All right. So, with that being said, on the 23rd, we're going to Chica's Cabaret I-45 North down in Galveston. <laughs> I'm going to be heading up to Austin on that day. Well, let's Chica's Cabaret up in Austin. <laughs> they expect it, but we got one down in Austin. We're in San Antonio, Chica's Cabaret down in Austin. Austin, wait a They might be a little different looking Chica's, but they're still Chica's Cabaret. <laughs> All right, everyone. This is your boy, Big One. And I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us, thinking shit through one podcast at a time. (laughs) 